There we go. Hello, I know it's been a minute, my coffee celebration devotees. Um, the last person I interviewed was your very loving Ben Higgins from season 20 of The Bachelor and the founder of Generous Coffee. And I hope you guys have totally gone online and purchased a ton of his coffee because it is delicious. But today, oh my gosh, I know you guys are going to strip me of all my coffee power because I did not even know that Cincinnati had a Cincinnati coffee festival. And today my guest is Judy Kogan. Yes. And she is the event director for this phenomenal mothership event. Okay. I have already started planning Judy with friends. I told them last weekend, I'm like, did you guys know that this was even a thing? And they're like, never. It's a thing. And we are going to get into this thing. So tell us a little bit how this phenomenal event started the Cincinnati Coffee Festival. And you said it's been five years, right? This is the fifth year. Yeah, we started in uh, 2017. You know, we had a year off for that COVID thing. Um, but um, Rich is the executive director of the of Ohio River Foundation. Okay. And he actually came up with the idea. I do have to give him full credit for that. Okay, and, but yeah, yeah. And uh, the, the first year in, in 2017, it was about June. And he looked at me and he said, Jay, I need some help. I said, good, get out of the way. Um, and so I have run it ever since. It is a joy and a delight to run. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I've been on the website and there are so many vendors. So oh my gosh, yeah. It's phenomenal. Can you explain how it started and how it's evolved to where it is today? Yeah, absolutely. So the Cincinnati Coffee Festival is a fundraiser for Ohio River Foundation. Um, without great water, you can't have great coffee. And so that's our that's our tagline. Um, Ohio River Foundation, we founded in 2000. And, you know, it really came from this idea that throughout the, and it's a watershed uh, uh, nonprofit. And then, you know, we're looking at everything and looking at you know, what can we do to improve the water quality across the watershed? What can we do to educate kids? We do a lot of education, um, field trips, STEM-oriented. We do a lot of restoration work, a lot of invasive species work. I mean, there's a ton of stuff going on. And Rich really looked at this and said, you know, we need to find a way to really bring in more people and focus on this idea of water quality and making sure that we're all appreciating that. And then again, with this wonderful, amazing coffee culture that we have here. Um, and, and so that's how we began. Um, and the first year we thought we would have about, you know, 2000 people. And, you know, we told everybody 2000 people and we had about 2000 people the first day. And uh, so, you know, all the vendors were walking out going, Judy, you, you kind of undersold it. And I went, yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> and, and so it's been amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been terrific. So let me ask you, because I you hear about Flint, Michigan. What is the water quality just down on this end of the Ohio? Like, are we, uh, is it, yeah. 
yeah, we're not Flint. Thank goodness. Um, You know, I I think that there's um, a lot that we can do. I think that there's a lot that we can do to raise awareness um, and to, you know, nobody's saying we need to go back to the days of the Indians, right? I mean, that's not the point. But as we look at, um, you know, what's going into the rivers, um, Rich and I were out, we were kayaking uh, a week or two ago, and there's this huge rainstorm. And we saw one of the tributaries to the Little Miami. We were on Little Miami, um, which lots of people love to paddle, um, you know, from the various different liveries that are over there. And just coming down one of these tributaries, there was just, there was so much trash and it was so sad. And, you know, there's really a lot that we can do to make sure that, you know, we're planting native species, that we're taking care of the water, that we're teaching our kids how important this is. Uh, you know, I, I joke around that when my kids were little, they knew how to recycle before they knew what a garbage can was. Um, <laughs> same, right? Right? Yep. Um, and, um, you know, that, that we're doing the things that, that are going to make sure that we have a world left for our children to inherit. It's amazing. So it's a week. Tell me the weekend it is again. It's in October, right? It's in October. Absolutely. It's the 22nd and 23rd this year. Um, we'll so be it's back. not that Friday? It's not the Friday? No, 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 no. Friday is the setup day for the vendors. But uh, this year, we're just doing a 22nd and 23rd. Um, okay. In the past, we've done some things on Fridays. It's varied from year to year. Um, it's one of the things that makes uh, our friends that do the tickets for us a little crazy is that we change it every year. Um, but that's okay. Um, okay. That's okay. Um, yeah, so it's, it's um, Saturday and Sunday. It's at Music Hall in that gorgeous, gorgeous ballroom that they have. Mm-hmm. Oh my have, God. Have you seen that ballroom? It is yes. to die for. Stunning. It's just, you know, first of all, the space is so beautiful, but then you're celebrating yes. and for the, and for what you're fundraising, I mean, it's, it's like everybody needs to come. Absolutely. 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 And so, okay. There are tickets, right? Because I've been stalking the website as a natural coffee lover should. And, as you should, yes. Okay, so tell me about how you, like, I want to know, like, the background stuff, too. How you got all these vendors, and, you know, how do you determine ticket price, and and there will be a table, right, for um, the Ohio River Foundation, too. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, there'll, there'll be a booth uh, for Ohio River Foundation, so people that want more information, that want to um, sign up to volunteer. We do a lot of volunteer events. There'll be all kinds of stuff for that. So uh, yeah, no worries there. Um, You know, every year we really take a look at uh, what worked last, you know, the year before and the year before that, and uh, then what new ideas we have. Um, So one of the things that we've had really since we began was this idea of the art of coffee. And the very first year we had it, we um, had some local artists who showed some of their work. We had a high school class that did some work on the art of coffee. It was amazing. It was fabulous. Um, And it was just a really nice, um, nice little oasis in the middle Mm -hmm. of what we were doing in the middle of the crazy. And um, then last year we brought in um, an artist from San Francisco who paints with copy. Um, and Gerald was there and he was selling some of his work. He was doing some of the painting right there in front of us. Um, and I know, oh, to die for, to die for. Um, not, I'm a coffee lover and I've just heard of this. Continue. I know, 
sorry. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, he paints, and a lot of his work is um, painting rock stars and uh, hip hop stars and stuff like that. It's it's unbelievable. I mean, I mean nothing that I could do. Um, I, I can look at it. I'm really good at that. I can. I, I'm, I, I'm an observer. Um, and um, then, so this year we're doing the art of coffee a little bit differently. Um, we're pairing with one of our vendors called Coffee Bean Chat, and we're making the art of coffee interactive. So they have designed two different, um, uh, I, I guess, um, templates um, mm -hmm. for people. Uh, they'll be printed on canvas um, and you need to purchase a ticket for this in advance. And then you can use um, paint markers and coffee beans to kind of create this two-dimensional artwork or three-dimensional artwork um, at the festival and then take it with you. That's, that's yours to have. Um, and then they also did a third one that will have for kids. That'll be just, you know, on paper to, to color and to, you know, be able to create their own work of art at the coffee festival. So that's that brand new this year. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, and we do encourage people to uh, buy those tickets in advance because we will not have a lot of extras. Well, there'll be a couple, I'm sure, but not not many. Not uh, so we're really going to print those uh, to demand. I absolutely. So then, from year to year, has your vendor base grown? Yeah, it has. Um, you know, we've got a finite amount of space. Um, although I keep kind of trying to figure out how to trim walls of that ballroom I'm I, you right know, uh, right um and uh so so we've, we've we definitely have grown the number of vendors we're going to have over 50 vendors this year about two-thirds of them are returning and about a third will be brand new vendors that we've never had before um and so it you know I, I think that's one of the things that just speaks so well to this um is that you know we have so many vendors not just from Cincinnati that come year after year after yeah. year. It's, it's, oh, it's amazing. Okay, so who comes in from out of state? So um, we have a number of people. Piper and Leaf is a, a tea company from Huntsville, Alabama, and they have come every single year. They're amazing. Um, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll tell you the best story. So you asked how I find these vendors. Please. They do a lot of, uh, yeah, no, neat. It's cool. I go to a lot of the coffee trade shows. And I walk around and I, you know, run my mouth and I talk to people. So get this. So I was down um, a year ago uh, at, in New Orleans. There was a specialty coffee association um, trade show. And one of our vendors was down there and I saw them. You know, I always go over and talk to the, the people that come back year after year. It was Cafe Creole. And again, they're coming this year. We love them. Um, and, and then, you know, after the show, we had somebody sign up that, I'd never heard of, you know, usually I come back and I have all my, you know, you have your stack of business cards and you reach out immediately to call the people and whatnot. I'd never heard of this company. So they signed up and I said to them, how did you find out about us? And they said, well, we're from Mississippi and we were in New Orleans and talking to Cafe Creole. And Joey said, if you're serious about coffee, you've got to go to Cincinnati. And that's how they found us. They came last year. They came in 2021. Yeah. Um, and so that that's kind of the reputation that Cincinnati's gotten. And so, you know, we have people come from across the state, from out of state. We get obviously people from Indianapolis and, you know, things like that. But like I said, 
we get people from all over that come in because it is such a unique event. Have you ever thought of um, going to a bigger space? I mean, I know it's just in that formative years being five years, right? Right. But it seems to be exploding. It is. It is. And, um, you know, there are days when I think about it and then I stay up all night long planning it in my head. Um, we haven't done it yet. Um, okay. You know, some places do have coffee festivals. Columbus has a great coffee festival. Uh, uh, how did you not know? I know. Um, yeah, Columbus has a great coffee festival and, and some of the bigger cities host some of the, um, the trade shows, you know, and have that. Um, and uh, so, you know, it just kind of depends. And uh, so, you know, I, I would love that, you know, we continue to look at different ways to support Ohio River Foundation, you know, maybe thinking uh, about a coffee festival in one of these other cities. We've got some folks coming from Louisville again this year, so that'll be nice. And uh, so, you know, maybe we'll have some of those conversations as well. Okay, so I'm coming on Sunday. Okay, great. And so when we buy our tickets and we come in, what can we expect? Are we buying 50 different shots of coffee? Are we oh, just going to be up for three days straight? Like yeah, what probably, probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. So first okay. of all, mm -hmm. we're, you know, um, to control the crowding, right? We want everybody to have a great mm -hmm. experience. So it's timed entry this year. Um, so you can, you, know, you buy a ticket for 10 o'clock on, on Sunday, and then you can come and stay as long as you like. We, you know, we're not going to throw anybody out. We're not going to do that. Um, but you know, we do, we're, we're trying to control the crowd so that everybody has a really great experience. Um, and so, yes, we will have coffee. We will have tea. We will have ceramic vendors. There will be chocolate, um, a chocolate vendors coming from out of state. It's really cool. Um, we will have baked goods. We will have, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, we've got um, like a, 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 an infused um, a water drink uh, this year. Um, we have a Paxley, which is a wonderful local product. Um, this wonderful woman developed it during COVID. She came last year for the first time. She's growing like crazy. You can see her product in a lot of the coffee shops around town. Um, so yeah, we expect all of our vendors to sample at least one thing, unless they're ceramics, in which case we're, we're not pushing it. Um, we've got some green coffee vendors. We have roasters. We have coffee shops. There'll be all sorts of things to sample and to purchase. And that's one of the nice things about this. If you buy something, you can buy it right there. Uh, so you don't have to go schlepping around town to figure out where it is. You can buy it right on site. Okay, so I'm going to be cashing in my 401k. That's Right. Absolutely. Okay. Just haul it in in a wheelbarrow. Okay, good, good, good. I'll just stuff my fanny pack. It'll be great. There so, you go. All right, so something on the website I noticed was the latte art throwdown. Now, everybody loves a good latte, and I know you're incorporating the art um, component, but when you put those together, what does that look like for our listeners? So the latte art throwdown will be Saturday afternoon. Okay. And this will be the best latte artists in the city. It's a head-to-head -head competition. So it's pull a shot, core the latte art, um, put it down in front of our judges. They'll identify the the pretty, this is a beauty pageant, right? This is, this is not about taste. Yeah, this is a beauty pageant. It's about how it looks. Um, and they'll go head-to-head -head in, a, in a tiered competition and we'll name the best latte artist in Cincinnati. Um, and we will, I hope, 
working on it, have photos for people uh, so that throughout the weekend they can see, even if they can't be there right at the time that we're doing it, they'll be able to see the different um, latte art pours and what people have been able to do. We're also going to have latte art in action. And that will be a booth where you can go get right up close with a latte artist and really see how it's done and really kind of, you know, you know, get, get right there and see how they do the pours and learn a little bit about how that beautiful magic is done. I will not be there because I got no skill whatsoever in that department. That's my skill. That's my skill. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. So then how does one, first of all, how does one become a latte guru? And then secondly, how does one become a judge? Because, you know, I have the life aspirations here. Okay. You have life aspirations, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. Um, you know, the judges are from around town or from out of town. You know, we usually typically have three judges okay. um, and we're still working on who those are. So that's a, that's a big secret at the moment. Um, and the, uh, how you, be, you learn at, at the coffee shops, they, um, they do a great job of teaching their baristas and then there's a lot of practice involved. Um, but that's but why we're do doing you pick it. How do you pick those people? Or do they, do they just sign up? They're like, they sign up. Yeah. They sign up to compete. Um, and so if, if you're a barista and you're listening and you can pour, then absolutely. We want you to sign up and participate in the throwdown. So that means they can like, you know, you see different art in it, like a butterfly or like a heart or whatever those things are. And that's what they do. Exactly. Exactly. Um, typically, um, what we've done in the past is we've asked them to pour a, a, a tulip. Um, I don't know what they're going to do this year. I don't run that part of it. I organize okay. it. And okay. then um, we have John from Deeper Roots, who does a great job of explaining to people what's going on, talking about how the pours are done, talking about what's important when you're pouring latte art and things like that. Um, and so, you know, we have people come every year and sit and listen and learn during the throwdown, as well as going to the latte art, latte art in action station. That is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so in the past, I, I know you've had live music. So is that going to happen again? And if so, it's probably scheduled appropriately, right? So I'm not zoning in on the cappuccino, but then I hear Billy Joel in the background or whatever. Yeah, unfortunately, Billy Joel was not able to make it this year. Um, no, we have local artists. We have um, people like Ruka and Anna in the Deeper Well. Um, so yes, that will be up. It will be live on the website. Um, oh, heaven help us. It'll be there by next week. Um, and uh, but uh, that's just getting finished scheduling right now. So yeah, but there will be live music. It's beautiful. Um, we love the artists um, that we have performing and they, they do a great job. You know what? I forgot very uh, one very important question. Like, what is the time? You said like 10, but when does it end? Yeah, so um, we'll be opening the doors both days at nine o'clock. There is an early ticket for, from nine to 10. Um, and so that will be limited entry so that you know people can get that early start. Um, the hours for regular entry on Saturday are 10 to five and on Sunday from 10 to four. Okay, that is amazing. But you'll have the same thing except for the latte throwdown on Sunday. And, and different music. Um, we'll also have a number of different um, uh, demonstrations and okay. workshops during the weekend. And so those will vary a little bit as well. Um, and so, you know, we do have some people that buy weekend tickets so they can come back and 
experience some of the different things or spend a little bit more time. Um, uh, so that you can either buy a ticket for a specific day or an entire weekend pass. Oh my gosh, that is, that's genius because you can't just have one coffee. You can't just have one coffee. Um, okay, talking about tickets, because yep. you're encouraging us to buy tickets in advance. Is that correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I'm going to be doing that myself because I don't want to not have one. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, our tickets um, went on sale. They're on sale now. Um, you can find the link at CincinnatiCoffeeFestival.com. Um, so the tickets are available um, and ticket sales are way ahead of where we were last year. So we're really expecting that a good number of these uh, entry blocks will, will sell out. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's exciting. Okay. So I'm looking at these great questions, which I appreciate because sometimes I, I kind of go off. Oh my god. I love a good rabbit hole. It's all good. It is a good rabbit hole. Um, okay. Let's see. Something about, you wrote something here about volunteers. Like how, so tell me like how they're, or what are they needed for? Things like that. Yeah. So we can't run this without great volunteers. Um, you know, this is a fundraiser and we don't, you know, Ohio River Foundation is a great organization with a staff that's like, you know, teeny, teeny tiny. The amount that they do with, yeah. you know, the staff they have it continues to amaze everybody. Yes. Um, so we rely heavily on volunteers. And uh, by the time this goes live, the volunteer uh, link up, the signups will be posted on the website. Okay. Um, we need volunteers on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So Saturday will, uh, Friday we'll be doing setup. Mm -hmm. um, Saturday and Sunday we will have people as uh, we'll have somebody at the welcome desk. We'll have people um, helping out around, making sure that everything's running right for the vendors. Um, okay. We'll have somebody at the People's Choice um, table. We we do a vote every year for the People's Choice favorite, and so we'll have somebody staffing that. We take sustainability very seriously. And so we have a green team um, that is constantly, you know, taking uh, the, the trash back and sorting it because we compost as much as we can. So all the vendors that are sampling things will be using um, compostable items this year and, uh, you know, have to do that. So we'll have signage up around about that. Um, we do have the coffee shop, which is our store, where we'll be selling t-shirts, we'll be selling other items. Um, we'll also have coffee bags, like the, the, you know those huge bags that the beans come in. Um, those are available uh, for sale as well. And so we'll have volunteers helping to staff that as well. Okay, I'm a plus size girl. Are you gonna have like plus sizes for us plus size coffee drinkers? Um, there are going to be some. I okay. don't know what all the sizes are, but I know that we have some that are in the, the, the larger sizes. Which I appreciate because sometimes they shrink and I'm not such a delicate flower as I used to be. So, okay, that's You great. look like so, a delicate flower. I like that. From the, from the shoulders up. <laughs> okay, so logistically, I'm going through this. I'm listening to you, Judy. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's over 50 vendors. There's all these things going on. Logistically, like oh my gosh, everybody's going to be making coffee. Everyone needs outlets. Everybody needs the, the juzer, you know, so they, whatever machine they're using. They need refrigeration, like holy Toledo, right? Do they yeah. bring their own things or is it provided by you? 
So we provide electric for anybody who needs that. That's that's okay. part of that. Um, well, you know, for vendors, we'll also provide tables and chairs, or they can bring their own. That, that those are the choices. Um, you know, uh, we we do as much as we can to make their lives as easy as possible. Um, it's one of the things that we go way out of our way to make sure we have you know vendors that are happy. Um, so they can either bring their own water or we'll have it. Um, you know, there, there are a lot of choices around things like that. Um, and Music Hall is such a great partner. I mean, not only is that space gorgeous, um, but they're just such a joy to yeah. work with. You know, we, we've, we've done events in other places, you know, where they, they you know, oh, you wanted to breathe? I'm sorry, that will be an extra billion and a half dollars, you know. No and breathing. No breathing, you know, in no other breathing. places. But here we've got breathing, you know, and they just go, they go out of their way, not only during the planning and the setup, but during the weekend of the event. Everything runs beautifully. It's, it's, it's been fabulous. Good. So yeah. are you allowed to tell me like how much is donated? to the Ohio River Foundation in the past, like the last few years, how much money is donated to this fabulous organization? We, you know, we get money in a couple of different ways at this event, right? There are vendor fees, we have sponsorships, there's no room and time for anybody who wants to sponsor. So if we've got anybody out there listening that um, wants to be a major sponsor, we're happy to talk about that or to talk about planning for, for 2024. Um, and then of course, ticket sales. Um, right. And then, you know, we, we do take in some money that we can both through product sales and through through straight donation. Um, and so, so it, it's it's really um, you know been successful. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to kind of talk about what those numbers are. I don't know. It's okay. okay. I was just being nosy. Uh, yeah, no, I get it. It's a good but, question. But that's a great a great illustration that everything that's coming in is going to be going to um, this nonprofit. And like you said, most nonprofits have a skeleton crew, you know, and they do so yeah. much so little. And that's exactly it. And, you know, they, and, and they keep getting in these creative things. We have a, a program now called Muscles in the Classroom, Mike, where they're taking freshwater mussels into the classroom. It was great during COVID because they could drop off the tank and, the, and then take, train the teacher. And the kids could see these freshwater mussels and how they cleaned the water in the tank and, and do all these, um, you know, experiments with them. It was really, really neat. Really cool. It was really cool. Um, we're doing a lot of work, um, you know, planting live stakes in riparian areas so that, you know, there's less erosion. We're doing a lot of work around town, um, you know, and, and uh, thank you to all the companies that have, you know, sent volunteers to help clear some of the invasive species up in Kingswood and some other areas and doing a lot of work in Summit Park um, to get those invasive species out. What does that mean? What's an invasive species? So these are plants that are not native to the area and just crowd out the native plants, which makes it much harder for, you know, the, the, um, the soil to regenerate properly. It makes it harder for the um, other animals that are reliant on native plants and things like that. So, you know, I mean, they've just done so much work. It's, it's really fabulous. Do you ever get like interns from like colleges around town? to help out or? Uh, you know, you're asking the wrong person. I know we have had some interns in the past. 
um, both in terms of, you know, some of the things like, um, you know, designing t-shirts and things like that for the organization. Um, mm -hmm. We had a poster contest this year for the Cincinnati Coffee Festival. And, um, you know, we had, oh, we had such, oh, it was so hard. I was so glad I was not the final judge. Um, and uh, the, the winner is actually a Miami University student. Um, and so congratulations, Claire, we're so proud of you. Um, and um, she's actually working with us on designing the t-shirt as well based on the, the poster. What a, what amazing for her portfolio, right? Oh. To say, I designed this. I know, right? Um, and, you know, last year we had a woman who teaches art who was the winner of the poster contest. We just had some amazing people um, you know, get involved and, and say, we're here to help. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Okay, so I'm going to pivot back to coffee because that's my life. Do you find, you know, sometimes you had mentioned the coffee culture. Sometimes um, people can be, you hear a stereotype like coffee snobs or whatever. Do people come in there and be like, oh, I can taste the nutmeg and I can taste the blah, blah or whatever. Or are they just people like me where we just slam it down and we're just happy to be alive that we got coffee? Like, do you just have a mix of people that come and, and really, I don't know. You know what? This is what I think is so cool about Cincinnati and a coffee culture here is that we are all welcome, right? I don't have a good coffee palate. I really don't. It's embarrassing, but I don't. Um, and so, you know, like I'll drink whatever out of whatever. It, it's got to be pretty bad for me to kind of, you know, say no. Um, and, and I drink coffee black. So, I, you know, but that's who I am. It's just what I do. And yet, and, and, and they are all perfectly delighted to talk to me and my little not knowing anything. They're perfectly happy with people that put enough sugar in so that if you stuck a spoon in, it would stand up straight. And right. they're perfectly happy to talk to people that really can taste all those notes and tell those differences. Yeah. You know, there'll be people there who are Q graders and have that palate. And I find it amazing yeah. uh, because it's not a skill that I have. Um, right. And how do you drink it black? Like, oh my gosh. I grew up drinking it black. I, I don't know what to tell you. It's kind of how I learned to do it. Um, mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Otherwise, there's stuff nope. in it, and then I don't know how to drink it. All right. I'm going to keep an open mind. I, when I come keep to an open mind, you know, like we all have our thing. And you know what? It kind of it does put me to disadvantage because if I'm pouring somebody a cup of coffee in my house and they want stuff, yeah. First of all, I don't always have the stuff, right? right. But second of all, right. if I do, I have to go, well, you're going to have to doctor your own coffee because I don't even know what that means to put stuff in. Exactly. Um, but I'm perfectly tolerant. Okay. okay, I need to keep an open mind. All right. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. And so when you first started, you anticipated for 2000 for the whole weekend and 2000 a day. Last year, how many, if you kept track, like how many averaged each day? Yeah, so last year was a slow year for us. Okay. Um, you know, we were coming out of COVID. There were a lot of people who were very, very hesitant about coming to the festival. Music Hall had a lot of protocols in place that not everybody was comfortable with. And so we had about 2,000 people last year. This year, based on the way ticket sales are going, I'm expecting between four and 5,000 people during the weekend. Oh my gosh, where are we going to park? 
oh, there's plenty of parking. And again, that's why we're doing it, you know, that hourly entry so that we space people out. But there's plenty of parking on the street. There's parking underneath Washington Square. Right. There right. are a couple of um, parking lots kind of right next to Music Hall and behind in there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, go park someplace else. The streetcar lets out right in front of Music Hall um, so that you can ride that. You know, there, there's a lot. Go, go to go to Finley uh, Market for a while and come on down. Um, you know, the, there's, there's so much around. Okay. Okay. Sometimes I'm like four to 5,000 people. Like, oh my God. For the whole weekend, you know, that's a lot. Right. Okay. Well, it's, it's still amazing. I still yeah. love it. So then there's ticket sales to get in and uh -huh. then there's an additional ticket so we could create our own art. Correct. Right. And you buy that when you buy your ticket. There's okay. another little button on that page. Okay. Not super easy to find but it's there okay. it's, it does try to say in big letters click here to do the art of copy okay all right I'm gonna have to get my ticket when we're done because okay. I'm nervous now I'm getting nervous like these slots are, are filling up I don't want more and oh it's God, wonderful I, it is good it is good but now I'm like I gotta get my coffee it's at the Cincinnati Coffee Festival.com. We've right. gone over Ohio River Foundation. We definitely need volunteers. We know latte art isn't a throwdown. Um, oh my goodness. So you have vendors coming from Miss or is the person from Mississippi coming again? Or they are not. I don't oh. know if they're still in business. I, I hope they are. They were fabulous. Um, but they were brand new, sticking their toes into the water. So I don't know if they're coming. Okay, so from Alabama, is that the furthest vendor that we have coming? Um, that might be. That might be. That's Piper oh, and cool. Leaf. They're a tea vendor. Um, and uh, so, again, they're coming from Huntsville, Alabama. Um, yeah, we've got a number of folks coming from Indianapolis. We got, you know, it's, it's neat. It's, it's really got, we've gotten, a we've gotten a reputation in Cincinnati, and it's a good one. I love it. I love it. And I, I can't believe that I've called myself a coffee guru and lover. And I've never even supported this event. And I've been in Cincinnati since 08. So I really need to step up my game. Judy, I do. Yeah, where did you move from? Where did you come from? Um, well, I'm originally from Denver. And um, at the time, uh, I was married and my three kids and my then husband, we moved back to this area because we were out here. After I came here after grad school and he was from Louisville and whatever we met, got married, had kids. And then we went to take care of my aging parents in Denver, but came back because I know this is like a lifetime movie, hang tight. And it's so, <laughs> but my oldest son, Max has special needs and Ohio is just a phenomenal state to support people, individuals with um, exceptional needs. And mm -hmm. so we moved back and loved it ever since. Um, but yeah, I, it's um, Cincinnati is pretty amazing. We've been very happy here. Very happy Good. here. Good. Oh my goodness. All right. Any last kind of any last information you want to impart on the coffee celebration listeners that we go to the website, CincinnatiCoffeeFestival.com. Yeah. Sign up to be a volunteer, 
sign up to get your tickets now because guess what? They're going to sell out and then you're going to be on the street trying to like bum them, holding a sign going, I got tickets, right? Like everybody else. Um, so what else am I missing? Um, well, you know, I, I would just say, you know, that there are people who don't like coffee. I get it. <gasps> No way. I know it's true. It's true. It's a small minority, but they are out there. Um, but we would encourage you to come anyway. We have tea, we have chocolate, we have baked goods, we have live music, and you probably know somebody who wants to come because they like coffee anyway. Um, you could be their coffee support person. That's yeah, right. I, I like that. A coffee support person. That's beautiful. That's fantastic. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Oh that's my good. goodness. That's good. Um, and, uh, you know, if, if you would like to volunteer, um, we would love to have people volunteer. And you can find that information on CincinnatiCoffeeFestival.com as well. Uh, if you have ideas about how to promote the event, please let us know. And you can reach us at CincinnatiCoffeeFestival at gmail.com. You know, one of my friends uh, works for the Cincinnati Inquirer. So I'm going to give him your information when I'm done. That'd because be I, it's so important. It is so important to have this information in the community, not only because I'm addicted to coffee, um, but it's really such for a such not good, great nonprofit. Um, people don't, I think we take advantage. We take for granted. That's what I'm trying to say. We take for granted exactly all the gifts we have. Like we have fresh water. We have water in our homes. We don't have to go outside in the middle of the night to use the facilities. Like this everything is, is here. It comes to us. And, um, you know, in order to sustain that, we really have to do our part. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, we, you know, the, the, the coffee companies here, these are small, small oh. businesses and they, they support, you know, the, the, the numbers of people that they support in the city that they support overseas where the coffee beans are grown. You know, it's an incredible thing that they're doing. And a lot of them do this with a lot of love. And so, you know, being able to support them, being able to try these different kinds of coffee that you, you know, sometimes we get in, into a red and we stop by a big chain and just because that's what we do. Um, and there's nothing wrong with big chains, not slamming them, but it's not the same. No, and no. Uh, it's not the same experience. It's not the same taste. Um, yeah. Good, bad, or different, right? Um, and oh. so, so stop by and, and try something new and different. And, and you know, um, one of the things that happened last year that was amazing, one of our, um, one of the coffee bean importers um, started a honey that was made by bees that pollinate the coffee plant. And so it had this such a luxurious taste to it is amazing. Um, are, they are they coming back? They are coming back. I hope okay. they don't run out because um, they did last year. I went back for a second bottle and I couldn't get one. Um, so hopefully they have it again. But yeah, they'll be here. And you know, if you just go from one to the next and, and you just taste these things and you just go, this is different than 
something that's been sitting around for a long time. Um, so, you know, really we want to support not only, you know, great water in our region and not only really, you know, the, the sustainability issues, but really looking at these wonderful small businesses that are, you know, some of them have been around for a while. Some of them are brand new and they're just trying these great things and bringing this to people. And we really want to be there to help them and support them. We really need to do that. I yeah. completely agree. There's a coffee shop called Cream and Sugar on Dana and Montgomery. Uh -huh. I love it. It's right by Xavier's campus. And nice. it's, it's so good. It's a black owned company. So I like to go and support all of those companies as well, because like yep. you said, here are people just trying to make it and carve something out for themselves. Exactly. And meanwhile, you know, feeding me as much coffee as possible, which is lovely. Oh, which so, is important. So we can stay yeah, awake and do our, do our thing. Exactly. Which is really all that matters. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so grateful. You took the time to meet with me. It's um, been a delight. Oh my goodness. And I'm going to connect your information with my friends who have, like, you know, outlets here in Cincinnati that maybe they'll contact you and promote it and promote it and promote it. So then there will be no tickets available. <laughs> no and we'll raise all this money and it'll be so amazing. So wonderful. Thank you thank so you. much for your time. This has been just a joy. Oh my goodness. I love it. I love it. Thank you for responding. I hope you absolutely. And I wish you all the best on this fantastic podcast. This is wonderful. I'm I love so it. glad you're sharing this with everybody. I am. I'm, it comes out Monday, so it'll be amazing. There I'll we like go. Yes. Okay. Thanks, Judy. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks.